This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Showing some dexterity as well with the left hand. everybody welcome to the show episode 397 397 of the podcast welcome to bd4 where there's no better way to get your yankees and knicks analysis we also do mma now too yanks every series knicks every game mma on weekends yeah it's been a bit since we covered the knicks um, and I kind of touched on it at the very, very start of Ep 396, where I said, I've been thinking about the Knicks lately because the Yankees have been so terrible that half of my mind's kind of wanting to transition into basketball season. It's also just like the mid, once you get to mid August, the summer kind of winds down. You're kind of getting that fall feeling. But. Yeah, we're back. We're going to talk about the Knicks, as you can tell by the title of this episode. We're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this thing has been going on for a few months now. It kind of started at the closer to the top of the summer. Well, I mean, the rumors have floated around here and there throughout the years, but, like, it's gotten more concrete now that a lot of people think this deal will happen. Um, obviously the Knicks fans do, but I'm saying like media members of uh, the Knicks, of other teams, of the Jazz, like actual people think this is going to happen. They think it's just a matter of time. Um, part of me is like, yeah, we've kind of said that before, but part of me is like, well, the Knicks do have leverage over every other team. It feels like they have the chips, they've got the assets, the uh, young players, they've got the draft capital to do something like this. And, you know, you're, of course, hearing the, the New York storyline. You always hear the New York storyline. You heard it with Jalen Brunson. Um, Donovan Mitchell's a New York kid. So, it's gotten more serious. Um, but lately, I would say over the past two weeks, maybe three weeks, kind of hit a little bit of a wall. Um and we're going to talk about that wall in this episode of BD4. All right. So the episode 397 of the podcast, if you are new, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on the many platforms that we are on. BD4 is located on Apple Podcasts for listen. 
You can also give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We are currently a five-star podcast and would like to keep it that way. You can also listen to the podcast and download these episodes on many other listening stream uh, listening services such as Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Anchor, many other ones as well. You can watch the video format of this podcast on Spotify and YouTube. So if you want to actually watch the video format, go there. And be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast on any of the platforms you use. And if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone. And I'm also on Instagram at Rob J Carbone. I'm active on both of those platforms. And all that information plus more um, is on BD4blog.com. If you go to BD4blog.com, that's the blog version of this podcast where I basically write an article every time I have an episode. So it's basically a podcast, my podcast, but in video, but in a blog form, right? So with that all said, all the garbage out of the way, let's get into the show first. Let's head to a quick break. When we get back, we will talk about this Knicks team and um, this potential little uh, trade that could happen here. Stay with us. We will be right back. Hey, fellas. I've noticed that only a small percentage of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast and want to be alerted every time a new episode drops, consider subscribing and hitting that notification bell. This way, we can help the podcast grow and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone, and you're listening to episode 397 of BD4. Um... <laughs> I just turned my notifications off on my phone um, for MLB, for the AtBat app, because it's probably one of my bigger pet, pet peeves, and it's a first world pet peeve, but like, I hate when the Yankees do this, and they do it constantly, and it's it's bothering me to a point where I just turned off my notifications for MLB, and I never do, I never have, it's like the first time since I've had the app for years. When they give you, when it comes to an injured player, and the Yankees will give you the date of when that guy will return, like the the, the timetable, the range when he'll be back, um, and then so you know that's going to be the, the range. And then after that, they'll continuously give you injury updates. This guy's doing baseball activities. This guy's doing long toss. He's throwing on flat ground. He's doing jumping jacks. He's able to jerk off. He's able to do this, to do that. Like, I don't care about that if you already gave me the timetable. That's not going to change. So unless that means he's going to come back earlier, don't update me with the extracurricular activities that this guy's doing because it's useless to me. It does nothing. I can do nothing with that information and get positive because I already know that guy's not coming back until the date you put. (laughs) And the date the Yankees set in stone is going to be the date at earliest, right? We know how they are. So it's just frustrating when I see that shit with Stanton and Severino doing this. He threw 25 pitches in a bullpen session today. This, that. I don't 
care if you already told me this guy's going to be back mid-September. This guy's going to be back early September. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the extra shit if he's coming back on the date you said. Rant over. We're talking Knicks. Um, already got a headache. The schedule, or not the schedule, but like the, um, the Christmas Day schedule came out for the NBA. And the Knicks are once again scheduled to play. This time, they're taking on the 76ers on Christmas Day. That's going to be fun. Um, But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about this Donovan Mitchell thing, right? Now, Donovan Mitchell, good player, right? Good-ass player. Averaged 26 points per game last season. Four rebounds, five assists. Shot 45% from the field. 36% 36% from three and 85% at the free throw line across 67 games last season. Over his career, he averages 24, 4, and 5, 44% from the field, 36 from three and 83 at the line. That's over his five-year career where he's played 345 games. So he's had a hell of a career. I remember when he was first drafted, Everybody was hype about him, and he's one of those guys picked in the early lo- early lottery, or actually he was like 13th pick. But he's one of those guys who panned out, and he's a hell of a player. I, I don't think anybody could deny that, and that's why the Knicks are interested. Um, and he's on a contract that is a pretty good contract. Does he continue to stay healthy and produce the way he's producing and continues to get better? He's making $30 million this year. 23 uh, in the next season, which is 2024. I'm sorry, 32. He's making $30 million in 2023, which was the upcoming season. He'll make $32 million next season. He'll make $34 million in 2025. And then in the final year of his deal in 2026, he will make $37 million. So for a 25-year-old turning 26 in September, that's not bad at all. Um, But yeah, Danny Ainge has held up the deal for now at the time for Donovan Mitchell. Um, there's a lot he can do. He has some leverage. He has the prized piece. Um, he could hold on to him and maybe do a sign-in trade next year. Right? That's a possibility I heard. Um, or does it happen before the season? Which, again, a lot of people are kind of confident that's going to happen. Boy, would it be awesome. Um, but I saw a potential package you know that that I think could maybe do it. Um, it was in some article where Utah gets Evan Fournier uh, because remember you do have to match salaries. Um, Cam Reddish, Obi Toppin, both 2023 first round picks, 2025 first, the 2027 first, and the 2029 first round pick. That's a haul. But the Knicks will get Mitchell and you know probably a draft pick via swap. Here's the holdup, though. The reason that there's been no progress in this deal, potential deal, over the last several weeks, the Jazz want at least one of two things. And the Knicks are refusing to part with either of those two things at the moment. Um, One being young player Quentin Grimes. Danny Ainge wants the young 3 and D wing. And the other being unprotected draft picks. He wants capital. And the Knicks have that capital. So 
the picks thing, I have no issue giving up. I don't know why the Knicks are refusing to include unprotected picks and all they're including are protected picks. Um, I, I, I've never been one of those folks who are like, keep the picks, keep the picks. I think when I think of picks, I think of this exact circumstance using them for a star player. Um, the Quentin Grimes thing, you're probably looking at it in disbelief, right? That's the holdup. It's Grimes, Quentin Grimes, who, if you're not a Knicks fan, you probably don't know who that is. Um, but I mean, that happens. Role players get held up or, or, you know. They can hold up a deal for long. Um, you know, in that same article where I read about that package, they were bringing up a pretty good point on how Cuban from Dallas, Mark Cuban, uh, this was like a decade plus ago, wanted to hold on to this this French kid. Forget the kid's name. Boo Boys. Boo Boy. Boo Bois. Boo Bois. Um, but like more recently, when the Knicks made that Carmelo Anthony deal, uh, before that happened, one of the players they didn't want to part with was Timothy Mozgov. You know, they wanted to hang on to him. So that happens. You're going to see that from time to time where a prized role player who Knicks fans, they're very high on him. Um, And the Knicks obviously are very high on him too. They're so high on him where they've now become okay to include Obi Toppin which shouldn't come as a shock given how they rarely gave him playing time until the end last year. Um, but Grimes, listen, I, I, I'm on board saying I would definitely do that. Um, but I get it. Grimes is a good kid. He's a good, solid young player. One of those 3 and D wings. Um, he can make the open jump shot. Came onto the scene last year and was doing that for the Knicks. Makes high IQ decisions. He's a very smart basketball player. Um, plays very strong, pretty physical perimeter defense. Last year he came onto the scene, averaged six points per game in 17 minutes, shot 38% from three. Solid. In summer league this past summer, earlier in the summer, I should say, he had a great display. He was, I, I saw his highlights, I saw some of the film, um, scoring in transition, I mean, movement shooting, scoring in pick and roll, and in DHO offense, uh, off dribble shooting, playmaking, attacking closeouts, attacking switches whenever bigs were switched onto him at the rim, I mean, he was killing it. Um, I don't put much stock, if any, into summer league, it's kind of like spring training with baseball, um. But again, he has shown to be a solid player with some promise in the regular season before. Um, He seems like he's a guy who is a winning role player, right? And those kind of role-playing 3 and D wings are like gold in today's NBA. They are. They are prized possessions. They are those kind of glue guys. Those glue guys are important for a championship run. A lot of people like to compare... Quentin Grimes to like a Danny Green type, um, maybe like a Desmond Bain or a J.J. Redick type. Important guys that you need to win. Not stars, but important almost just as much as a star. Um, and we're going to talk about it a little more. Just going to head to break real quick. Be right back. Stay with us. 
right, so if you guys want to follow me on social media, I'm on Facebook, RJ Carbone, and I'm also on Instagram, at Rob J. Carbone. That's Facebook, RJ Carbone, and on Instagram, I'm at Rob J. Carbone. So BD4 is on so many different platforms now. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and plenty other listening platforms. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. And if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review, as we are currently a five-star podcast and would love to keep it that way. And if you watch the podcast on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the BD4 YouTube channel. Download, listen, watch, share it, do all of that stuff to help us grow. So like, you know, when it comes to those role players, you always hear those guys are so hard to find. They're so difficult to find those guys. And that's true. I get it. I I get the, the three and D guy, three and D wing hype. Um, but my counter to that, if anybody's really trying to hold on to Grimes and, and refuses to, to deal him for Mitchell, my counter to that is, you know what else is hard to find? You know what else is very rare? Generational talents like Donovan Mitchell. Okay? That's also hard to find. In fact, Donovan Mitchell is going to have a career that's most likely at least two times better than Grimes will ever have. And I like Grimes, and I think Grimes will be solid. All right. Um, and there is risk. I know we're kind of bouncing back and forth here, but I try, I, I'm trying to play advocate, devil's advocate. There is some risk. You know, Donovan Mitchell could get hurt. He could underachieve. He could have some type of fallout. And then you're left with this lottery team for the next several seasons, except without the lottery picks for the next several drafts. That is as low as it gets the ultimate bust part of that deal, right? That would be worse than worst case scenario. Um, But at the same time, where has playing it safe and being super conservative gotten the Knicks over the last few years, right? And honestly, recently, that's that's kind of been what Leon Rose has done, really, since he got here, is set the Knicks up to do this exact thing right here and trade for a star. That's what he's worked on since coming here. That's actually why he was hired, for the connection to stars. Um, but he's, he's stockpiled on assets, right? He's stashing up on draft capital. The Knicks have Lord knows how many draft picks in the next four or five years. I honestly forgot the number. Um... But they have a ton of picks. Um, Leon Rose has drafted and traded for young project players with potential upside. Right? Emmanuel Quickly, Cam Reddish, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, and, and Deuce Miles McBride. And he's acquired veterans on tradable team-friendly contracts. Right? Which we've already seen some of those deals happen. So, I'm ready for it. Um, I am totally on board for something like this giving up Grimes and or these unprotected picks for Donovan Mitchell. Are you kidding me? Yes, I I would do it. Um, Win me games right now. Um, I'm already struggling right here with with the Yankees not going after star players anymore. Please, Knicks, 
let's get some spark in this city and, and do something like this. And, and don't let the unprotected picks and Quentin Grimes be your prospects. You know, if you're Cashman, right? That, that's that's the thing for the Yankees is prospects. Um, don't let that be your prospects. Don't let that be the Achilles heel to this deal. Uh, and and if you do do something like this, man, it, it's a pretty cool looking lineup. You know, you got Donovan Mitchell at point guard. You like to think Jalen Brunson would then move up to the two at shooting guard. Barrett would be at small forward. Then you have Randall and Robinson four or five in the front court. Your bench is a little more questionable, right? Rose, maybe if he's not included in that deal. Deuce McBride, Jericho Sims has to back up big. Um, Manuel Quickly, if he's not included in that deal. Probably going to be a few spots empty, though, depending on which few go in that Mitchell deal. Um, But it's a solid starting lineup on paper. You got decent bench guys. There are questions. You know, you're losing defensive maestro players and and, and Grimes, um, or a player, a defensive maestro in Grimes. So somebody's going to have to step up, right? We thought RJ was going to be the guy to step up defensively last year with Bullock's absence. He remained pretty so-so defensively, in my opinion. We thought he was going to be a, you know, kind of a an above-average guy defensively. It wasn't the case. Um, and then you look at the other guys, like Mitchell, obviously not a great defender. Brunson is tiny. Deuce is tiny. IQ is pretty small. Like, you're going to have to find yourself... A defensive-minded wing or two. Um, so there is some, some you know, there are some factors outside of just the Grimes for Mitchell thing. You know, uh, I, you know, I don't know how much. I, I don't know much about these uh, these two draft picks we got this past draft, but I don't expect shit from them. Honestly, I don't. I don't know Trevor Keels and, and the other kid. We might have to do an episode where we dive into them and, and scout them and. and watch their highlights and film and stuff like that do our research but um that's a question you know who's going to step up defensively because the Knicks did take a big step back defensively last season um there there's a question you know after the postseason is Donovan Mitchell a number one is he a true 1a now you know he's been in fifth place or worse um in four of his five seasons with the Jazz. He never made it past the second round yet. And, you know, he got a ton of flack for his playoff performance last year. Rightly so. The Jazz were the fifth seed. They were a first-round exit. And he didn't have the greatest of games. A lot of missed shots. A lot of turnovers. Um, wasn't good in clutch play last year with the Jazz in the playoffs there. Uh, but, honestly... Outside of that one hiccup, this guy's a number one for sure, in my opinion. Um, his playoff numbers are elite, despite the, the down year. Um, and usually, you know, this goes with any as- uh, any athlete of any sport with me. When I look at a superstar's numbers, I want their playoff numbers to be not just good, but I want it to be better looking than their regular season numbers. And Mitchell playing at a tough conference. His playoff numbers are damn well better. He's averaging 28 points per game in the playoffs. He dropped 57 points in that. Was it the absurd bubble game in 2020 when he dropped 57 against the Nuggets? Right? Was it him and Murray going at it? 
um, dropped 45 points in the 2021 playoff game. He can hoop. He can hoop. He can put the ball in the basket. The Knicks need that. Need that point guard. He's a New York guy. He's not afraid of that spotlight. I think he'll be just fine in New York. Um, He's also not even reached his best yet. We're talking about this guy as if he's in the middle of his prime, 29-30. He's 25 years old, turning 26 in September. So, his prime is yet to come. So, I think he's a number one. I, I mean, what does that mean for R.J. Barrett? What does that mean for Julius Randle? That's a gamble you risk, right? This is a superstar player. That's that's a gamble you risk. Getting more ball time for R.J. has been a thing over the past few years. But R.J. can hopefully continue to get better and become their number two. Because, let's be honest, he's not a number one option. He's a two, maybe a three. Same with Julius Randle. Hopefully Julius Randle bounces back this next season. Because um, it seems like he's here. Um, and, and becomes a solid number three. I don't want him being a number two. Um, no fucking way. But listen, man. You know, If they don't do this, here's the thing. You, you, a lot of people talk about if they do it, if they do it, the consequences. If they don't do this, it's going to be the same slow path. 35 to 40 wins. Probably not making that many play-in tournament. If you do, you're probably one and done. It's one more star you miss out on, right? Grimes is also going to have a fuck ton of pressure on this kid. This kid's probably, I mean, Jesus, his career is going to have a lot of pressure, you know. And this is a kid who's probably not even, you know, got an all-star on his ceiling. He's probably going to be a solid role player. And you're putting all this pressure on him. He's going to have to go through his entire career constantly hearing, remember when the Knicks rejected Spider Mitchell for Quentin Grimes? Like, man, it's going to be a lot. You know, he better pan out and be this he better be better than Danny Green if he's going to have... telling you, man. Guys, hold on to these guys. You think they're these, like, superstars. Quentin Grimes is solid, but I'm, there's no way I'm holding on to him if it involves Donovan Mitchell. Because if they get Mitchell, you're talking about maybe on paper. I know it's different, but if everything goes as planned and everyone's healthy and they perform like they're expected to, 45 to 47 wins in the first year with him, Right? Not a title, not a title contender, but a lot closer to one, and you set yourself up. More importantly, the thing with me is, if you go and get Mitchell now, you set yourself up for um, success in the future. You're bringing stars in in the future. You're a lot closer. You're rebuilding that New York image. You're making yourselves more attractive again, and that's the big thing. So that's just my little spiel. Quick episode tonight, just a 25 minutes uh, episode podcast of this. Uh, of this Donovan Mitchell thing we got going on here. The sweepstakes continue. We will see what happens. But episode 397 is in the books. Let's head to break. Get back and we'll wrap it up with our NYY, NYK, MMA question of the day. When we return, stay with us. Studio 69 Productions is a podcast production agency created by Leo Rodriguez to allow content creators to market their podcast. It's an online platform that will market your podcast or any other project that you're working on. Get in touch with Leo Rodriguez from Studio 69 Productions. You can find Studio 69 Productions on Instagram at Studio69NJ. 
Studio 69 Productions, where dreams are heard and born. forgot to change the sound <laughs> I had the little uh, Yankee Stadium effect sound effect in there I forgot to change it to the MSG organ <laughs> so we had the fucking Yankee one playing for the uh, next question but it's alright episode 397 our NYYMYK MMA question of the day is I'm asking you to name every player included in the Knicks Nuggets Carmelo Anthony deal I may have asked this question before not sure but name every player included in the Knicks, Nuggets, Carmelo Anthony deal. Once again, one last time, name every player included in the Knicks, Nuggets, Carmelo Anthony deal. Carmelo Anthony deal. That was in 2011, I think. Jesus. He got me into the Knicks, man. <laughs> he kept me around. Lynn got me into the Knicks, Jeremy Lynn, Lynn Sanity. Uh, but Melo kept me around. That's what I always say. So that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, RJ Carbone, episode 397 in the books. Thanks for tuning in to BD4. Just a quick 25, 30-minute episode today just talking about the uh, Donovan Mitchell trade that could happen. Hopefully it does, and hopefully it does soon. So that's it for me, guys. I'll see you in the next one. All right. Ciao. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.